0: Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton. Over the table from me is Josh Landy.
1: It's a different sort of table to last week.
0: Yeah, we're, uh, we're in our new studio or room space uh, for the first time for us. And last week we were at the House of Commons with the speaker, John Burko. Um, we're recording this on Monday night before, the day before the big vote in the House of Commons story. it's a big day in the House of Commons tomorrow. it's a big day for John Bercow he's going to depending on what he does or doesn't do he he has the he basically he has the future of the country in his hands is what I'm saying and we the, we could go today we were chatting to him about Arsenal for an hour and then he treated us to a lovely glass of wine although you're on dry wherever it is January you doofus. so you didn't have anything you had a, like a coke or something yeah
1: the orange juice was slightly orange. off <laughs> was it, was yeah it? in hindsight he warned you he did warn us he, he was incredibly kind and said you yeah. must save for a drink and he got you a red wine and I And he seemed nervous if you remember about how the, the orange juice he like had yeah. it. obviously yeah. been in the fridge for a little bit yeah. too long and he was right to be nervous oh, but of course get... I said nothing no. I just very politely no, thanked to... a, yeah
0: dodgy stomach yeah. well the... no I
1: think I was survived it okay um, that's at like the time when just I just had a little bit of fizz
0: yeah I once oh, I once interviewed Bruce Forsyth the late great Bruce Forsyth in his home he live, lives off that massive golf course in somewhere in Surrey, literally on, on whatever that golf course is, in his in a big, quite a big house, like mansion, and I interviewed him, and he uh, in this little um, area near the living room, and he got his wife Win- Wilnalia to get us some tea, and um, she served us tea, and the milk was off, it, for the and I'd obviously like. You Know it didn't, didn't say anything, I couldn't say anything, I didn't com- complain about off, off milk. It was Forsyth's house, his lovely wife, just give him a seat. But then, what was funny was, I was just drinking it, thinking, I'm not going to complain, but it's clearly off milk. And then he wasn't really drinking. Then, finally, after about 10 minutes of us chatting away, he suddenly takes a sip and he goes, Well, Nadia, this is milk is off. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh, and it was like, Why didn't you complain? Like, oh, so Did it get replaced? Yeah, well, Nadia brought in some fresh milk anyway enough of this nonsense because we haven't even introduced our guest Charlie Eccleshare actual sports writer for the Daily Telegraph who's also Hello.
1: in an emotional state i suspect due to his love of Andy Murray. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a big it's day been... for you because Andy Murray had his big defeat it's... earlier today. Yeah, right? it's been a tough few days actually what with Murray retiring or
3: might be retiring, Arsenal losing. Yeah. Um, yeah, tough. Well,
0: now it, what was i watched the the whole the thing on my on my computer screen this morning and what was i'm sure a lot of people have Said this already, but it was so weird how he came back, he was, he was two sets down, came back to two, and it was quite exciting and then really emotional that he lost the final set. But did you see it, Josh? Did you see I it? I had they, um, on my phone at right, like
1: Eurosport. Up well they did it. this
0: incredible thing where they, so the guy interviewed him afterwards, as they do after the match, and he was saying, you know, I might, I'll try and come back, I'll try, I might have an uh, operation, you know, and then we'll see. But he did, he did, so it wasn't a com- complete, clean saying, I'm, this is it, it's, this is my retirement. But they played this big video.
1: Of as all if these people, was, if,
0: yeah. And it was just like, oh, you've got, you've got to scrap well, the video. Well, there's a risk right?
1: if they didn't do it today, they might never get the opportunity. Well, I know, but it was yeah. weird, wasn't and, it, Charlie? Well, the thing Why? is, a few days before, he'd
3: given the impression that it was quite definitive. Right. What they probably, in hindsight, should have done is got a tribute, but fudged it a little bit. Yeah. So it was more just here are lots of guys paying, yeah. you know, saying how lovely and great you are, which could have been couched as, you know, because... We know you're having a tough time, or this could be exactly. Last, whereas exactly it, 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 the video was quite
0: definitive. It was very definitive. It honestly, was so it was quite funny in a way. Yeah, it was, showing, it was almost like I, 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 died. B at least definitely retired, and neither of those were true. And it was like, yeah. oh, I haven't. Hold and on. I'm
1: imagining on the day that Wenger decided that he was. You know, yeah. he didn't have a choice about it, and just all these former Arsenal players thanking him for what he's done for the club <laughs> would've, that would've before been... he's decided to go. Exactly. Well, unlike in uh, football, where you know you've got a last day of the season when Burnley are coming to town and it should be a nice home victory to say goodbye, you don't, you don't get that in tennis in the same way, do you? Just get the first possibly. Well, you could have done if he'd have
0: actually retired, then it yeah. would have been didn't He basically would've, said, would've No, I'm the... not retiring, I might what come else? back.
1: It was a complete. Yeah, well, you <laughs> can imagine why you want to say goodbye at Wimbledon.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Anyway, isn't it also am I imagining, or is Andy Murray an Arsenal fan? I he is yeah, he's he's an, an Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal fan, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. That's quite I mean, emotional, round. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah So it is strictly speaking relevant. Yeah, it is relevant. And mm. so after John Burko lost it, we've got to get Andy Murray on. This is your if he has cast. more time, come well, he, he, yeah, he, he has will got time. He'll yeah. be yeah.
1: desperate to be yeah. on Arsenal podcast. He'll
0: be desperate to come on. And of course, um the Leader of the Opposition, we've got to get uh, him on as well. So you've Jeremy Corbyn's Corbyn. I did briefly. <laughs> I'm, I forget like my own name now. I'm so old and... And, uh, yeah, my brain is Mo Farah as well of kind of British sporting royalty. Yeah, Yeah, just listing people we should get on there. But you're right. I'd love to get hold
1: of Ainsley Harriott. If there's anyone who's got a link in with Ainsley. I mean,
0: Ainsley's practically in reception, isn't he? We'll be able to get Ainsley shortly. That's not hard. Let us know. Fighting talk. If anyone's listening and has got a link to Ainsley, hopefully he's not listening. I mean, I love him and everything. But, yeah, we should be able to get Ainsley. But I feel that there's a link, political link, between... John Burko. How do you know
1: Ainsley's political
0: views? He oh, might no, have I something don't... very important to I'm tell just, them But the... we are like, now immersed in the world of politics after yeah. having having done John Burke over there. Okay. And by the way, thanks to all everyone. Everyone's very nice about Loads it. Loads of comments. Loads of comments. Didn't have any I didn't see anyone slagging us off. So, well, some someone was slagging off him, but I mean that's fair enough. Some, you know, politically don't like him and you know, but he was he was an, he couldn't have been more welcoming, could he? And um, Gave us that time. Yeah, the in, only in,
1: negative was the orange juice. Was, okay.
0: <laughs> Apart from my, that, my wine it was, was really enjoyable. Anyway, this. I is wonder all... if he's listening now and just oh, his, You know,
3: being gutted about the orange juice, feeling I mean, terrible.
0: It is the night before the biggest, probably yeah. the biggest day in his and career, and certainly and this is the
3: last thing he needs, isn't it? Worry no, about orange
0: juice. No, no well, he, that's the last thing he needs. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. yeah, but I'm sure he'll love the f- diversion. Oh, the rest will be great. Yeah. Listening yeah. us chatting nonsense about Arsenal We should obviously. This <laughs> is all by way of avoiding the harsh reality of our track one nil defeat against West Ham Josh is already warned us he's going to be negative so this is like roles are reversed because obviously for the last you know the last few years of Arsenal tedious late period when I was negative all the time and you were desperately keen on to positivity now as all of the dementedly Oh, psychopathically religious Wengerites are doing, they're all coming out of the woodwork and they're, they're all going, like, he should go. Some of them are like, he should no, of go. But oh, where go. was <laughs> your patience? Just as general, uh, general, this no. is my general opening rant about those kinds of people. I'm not including you in that. But those people are already going, oh, he's lost it, he's, he's not doing a good enough... You know, people virulently angry about this defeat, which, by the way, we could have won. If if, if, if Aubameyang had two chances, didn't he? To clear, to clear chances, one really good chance to score. So he could have easily not lost that game. I know I we only had two shots at the time. We'll get to all this. But what I'm saying is, to take that and to ignore suddenly the 21, whatever it was, 22 match unbeaten run, to ignore all the good things he's done, to ignore the fact that we're perfectly doing perfectly well, generally, the bigger picture, slightly better than we did last season, still, it's ludicrous to have a massive go at him at this stage. Charlie, I'm coming to you first.
3: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't take the opinion of someone who's saying that very seriously. I mean, that's a huge overreaction. Look, I mean, Saturday was really bad. And it was one of those games where, you know, sometimes you you can accept defeats. That was one that was really frustrating because we looked so blunt and, you know, barely threatened anything. I think most people feel Emery needs time. I mean, this this squad he's inherited, there are so many players in there that he wouldn't have chosen to work with in a million years. And yes, yeah. he's got to try and get the best out of them. I think he's done a reasonable job of doing that so far. Um, but a lot of work needs doing to that squad and that will take a, t- a lot of time and I, I keep saying look at Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool I think that is a, a sort of example you know his first season they celebrated a draw at home to West Brom as if they'd won the league you know they had Did a, they
0: finished eighth that season yeah, yeah I mean yeah.
3: granted he joined in October so yeah, it's not a direct still, parallel but still yeah. it takes time and I'm not saying Emery is 100% guaranteed to be a success but no. he needs more than half a season he, he's had yeah. one transfer window he'll have another one now where he can only Bring lone players yeah. in. The, these defeats will happen. You know, it's a uh, it's a long
0: it's a long game. Yeah. That we
3: have to be playing. And,
0: and in, in in terms of the actual game, the game was set up. It was frustrating. It was incredibly frustrating. But we started quite well. I yeah, think, we did by our standards. First twenty minutes, like we, you know, we, we were. It, it was quite even. It was quite an open game. It was quite. It was a good game for the first twenty minutes. Lacazette could, you know, he yeah, had he a had that shot, shot blocked. And what I'm saying is, it wasn't. It turned into a terrible performance, definitely, and was very frustrating. But it wasn't like, you, you know, things didn't go our way. Um, and that was annoying but it wasn't like you know completely diabolical from the first minute and you know a complete disaster you know we could have drawn or won was what i'm saying yeah, so I, taking that i agree game, with your
1: point to an extent i actually nil nil probably would have been the best yeah. re- mm. reflective scoreline of what was a poor game it was a dross game both, yeah, yeah but it was a poor game however um our passing j- just throughout the game seemed so poor and i I don't know what you thought of the team, but I, I can't quite work out. I know we've only got Ramsey for five months, and he's clearly off to Juventus, and that's done. Yeah. I don't understand how anyone can objectively look at that team now and don't think that he should start. And I don't know if Torreira needed a rest in it. I mean, it's not like we've had loads of fixtures, why he's not starting. Um, I don't think Abamian and Lacazette at the moment are working as a you know as two of those three up front. I know it was, you know, frustrating for Lacazette to clearly be the one coming off the bench, but that worked for a period in the season where he was the impact substitute and it was happening. So I think start with one or the two of them. And I don't know, I walked I into I the stadium at the at the London Stadium. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, usually get to the you stadium said. and I'm like, Yeah, we'll be alright, we'll win today. I get really confident. I just turned to Johnny Ollie who I was with on Saturday and I was like we're not going to win today. we will mm. I, I don't know what I don't know what we're doing at the moment. I, I don't see an identity at the moment yeah, that, I, that I can get. It. that, I, honestly that I can you. get behind. I see a team that can keep three clean sheets in twenty-two games. Mm. Now I don't care. Who, it, that wouldn't have happened under. Austin. Really? We were, I don't say that. Didn't happen. We never ridiculous. we never had that few clean sheets after after that many Premier League games. We've conceded more goals than than we did pro rata. You know, under Wenger after this game. So.
0: But our defence has been terrible for years, Josh. You can't suddenly. I'm not, it's not
1: saying get rid of Emery. I'm saying is he doing as well as I expected with this group of players at his disposal, having added some of his own signings over the summer? No, I don't think so. I, I don't think this is a, a, a you know an Arsenal team playing at you know its full potential.
0: Of course, it's not playing to its full potential. But that, again, that, that that's going to take time, isn't it? What the one I for me. But it would help if, he, if one... he hadn't
1: completely you know given a situation where our. Highest paid player. We'll get not, to that. Is not in the 18 yeah. we'll and, to, and that's also his fault. We'll get to that. Whatever, whatever well,
0: way. No, 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 no. It's not. That's not simple. How is it not his fault? Oh, I was going to get he to that He picks afterwards. a team. Oh, fact, right. Remind me to come. hey Remind. We've got to come back to the team selection. Well, it's part of the West Ham frustration. Yeah, okay. All right. We're, we're going to talk about Ozil now. Fine. Okay. You've insisted we about. We're, we're going completely out of order. We'll talk about Ozil There's Uzil no now. order. There is an order. If anyone's been listening for six, six years, there's an order. We are going to come to Ozil, but no, no, no. Let's carry on with the game. No, no, no. Here's why it's not completely his fault, because if Ozil had been playing at the peak of his powers, as he did in, like, what, the one or two games that we've seen him play really well in this, this season, you can, you can you know, there's, he's played really well in literally a handful of games, and, and, you know, last season he didn't have a particularly great season, it, it, you know, it, when he was picked constantly, and we finished, remember, we did worse than we're doing now, let's not, not forget that, so when he... We we we, we have a few fifth, p- six, well, No, no, we've got. I think we've got two or three points fewer, more now than we had lot this time last season. when Urso and Ramsey were playing one, consistently. Well, whatever. We, it's it's not. It didn't make that much of a difference. And also when we Urzel had lots of And hard he was dis- could... And he was disappointing. If Urso hadn't been disappointing, do you think Urso every- doesn't is Let not in finish. our
1: best eighteen players?
0: Let me finish. If Urso hadn't been disappointing, I love him. I always say this, we, all love, we were all incredibly excited when he signed. We all loved the idea of Urzil, but the reality of Urzil last season and for a while has been incredibly inconsistent. That's why. That's contributed to the fact that this manager has a problem with him and can't fit someone. And if his whole, if you talk about the philosophy issue, which again we'll get on to, but for me, his, his philosophy is definitely hard work, and it's definitely the case that Urzel has not been the hardest worker, has he? I mean, so he, he may be the great artist and all of that, we may, and he may his style may not be one to impose himself on a game. He may not even be the track back guy. I'm not, and none of that. But even, even taking that aside, we've. He has not played to his full potential. And if he had have done, I don't think we'd be in this situation. So maybe you could say the manager should handle it better. But it's, Ozil has to take some responsibility for his performances, both under the last manager and under this manager.
3: There are so many issues. I think the fundamental problem is that the whole Ozil-Ramsey situation has, is a consequence of you having one regime when decisions were made and then you bringing in another one. There's absolutely no way in a million years Emery assuming he has any power in these sort of matters, would have signed off that huge contract that was given to Ozil. So the problem is you've got a club shattering their wage structure for a player who the new manager doesn't even want, which is obviously terrible planning, which should never really have happened. But now it has happened, so you have a choice. You either plough ahead and play him because you've spent the money or, for whatever reason, he's not what Emery wants. I, I... don't think it's very hard to look from the outside and think Urzil, as Josh says, shouldn't be in the eighteen. I mean, I, of course, I agree he should be. He's you know, yeah, better than a lot of those players. Yeah. and I think the the difficult thing for Emery is that that it, when he was doing that for say the Spurs game and it was a show of strength and you win, yeah, that looks great. Absolutely. The problem is when you go away to West Ham and have two shots on target and you sure. have a very gifted number ten not in your squad. It's, it's, it's hard to justify that. And I think the the big issue here, though, is what do the other players think? You know, was a popular player, seemingly, within that squad. Do, are the players backing Emery doing that? Or are they looking around and being like, why, I can't why, believe, why is Urzel not playing? I, I
1: completely agree with you. I can't believe Aubameyang, like, is it looking around the dressing room going, oh, bloody brilliant, maitland Narves is getting an appearance today. Oh, Gwen Doozy, fantastic, brilliant. Oh, where's Mezza? Oh, he's not even on the bench, so that in that last 20 minutes, when we didn't create a single opportunity, there wasn't that option to come off the bench. I Also, I don't know what your theory is, Charlie or Boyd. How does he go from making Ozil captain mm. in the Premier League game a month ago to just suddenly not, not being in the best 18 players? Yeah, it's very
3: weird. I think... It sounds as if that relationship has completely broken down, um, and Emery is clearly a man of principle, he, and he f- he feels that th- it's broken down to such an extent that he doesn't well, he doesn't his, want him in that spot. Here's my, interp- here that, here's
0: my interpretation of it. I th- I think I I get the sense of that I mean this is all. Supposition, but to answer your particular point, how can he have him captain? It's kind of the same with Ramsey, isn't it? It's like one week he'll be captain, the next week he's not playing. Not playing him. He's I not know he's not
1: left out at the eighteen. I know
0: not, all right. I know he's not left at the eighteen. That is the difference. But what I'm saying is, I think it's. I feel it's almost like, um, Emery's got this kind of attribute, which is I, I, it's almost like a sh- a shrug of like I don't care. I'm not bothered. So I'm not bothered if he's if if he's if I consider him to, be, to fit into my tactics and incorporate him into the squad slash play him, then I'm going to make him captain because he's a very experienced player and he's mm. been around for years. And that goes for both of them. If not, if I consider that I'm not going to pick him for this squad, then fuck it, I don't care. It's almost like he doesn't care about... And I think this seems to go to the whole kind of his whole way of picking teams, of wrestling players, of not wrestling players, all of that. His general things just seems to know, like, I'm going to decide what's the right situation for this particular opposition, this particular week, mm. this particular moment in time, and fuck it if it's completely inconsistent yeah, with I... everything else. And I, on the one hand, I kind of admire that. So it's almost like deciding what the specific tactics formation and team is going to be for each individual game. It seems to be his abiding principle, right? And so, and again, I'm not saying, I definitely think that Ezra should be in the 18, of course, but equally, I, we all admired it when he did mm. it. As you said, when yeah. we played by far our best performance against Spurs, he wasn't in the squad, was he? He no. didn't even wasn't even in the sub. So, again, we can't have it both ways in a way, because it did work against Spurs. That was our best performance, and he wasn't in the team, let alone the 18. I... Now, so it's like, you can understand the logic to it, can't you? 100% that's his philosophy.
3: And yeah, we, and I think that is how it should be. And that, it's, it's a huge departure from Wenger, isn't it? Where yeah. Is basically, it's the opposite. It's the opposite, yeah. right? And so, it's kind of unsettling because we're used to that regularity where basically, whatever the game, exactly. whatever the form, you knew what the team was going yeah. to be. Certainly guys like Urzo and Sanchez were undroppable. 100% think it's right that it should be for specific games. The problem is, it's all just so result everything is so results dependent And yeah. when that doesn't work you are left scratching your
0: head well now but now i wonder I, I agree with you and now i think i see i don't think he's going to bring it back i i i guarantee you'll be you'll be in the team against chelsea i bet you any money you'll be in the team against chelsea because i just think are you sad about that no no no. i'm, I'm happy pleased. about it yeah. i'm pleased what i'm saying is we have to i'm trying to understand his 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 thought yeah. process and, and he's done it already. He's, he's brought him back, you know, after dropping him, and, and, and you know, he may yeah. even be captain again. What I'm saying is, I, I, I don't think he's not going to make an issue out of not picking him, and he's not going to be that stubborn. Well, so I, I kind of, it doesn't, mm. so in the same way that I think it probably doesn't bother him right now, you know, and Ozil today, didn't he, has, he, he issued a, was it, a tweet Instagram. or an Instagram saying, still work hard, no matter what, weather. clearly aimed at him. I would imagine he doesn't give a shit, like, and I kind of admire that. So, in general, that approach of tailoring things to a team to a, to your tactics to a specific moment in time i kind of admire that and i think that's again why everyone's going on about this what is our philosophy what's our style of play i'm not that bothered right now i think that's i, I think he, you know if the results go go downwards then fine that'll be a problem well, they're not, but if they are we,
1: going downwards well, we have the last run, month
0: the last month they we've been inconsistent brighton. we've had some inconsistent
1: terrib- we, inconsistent we, we, going lose at southampton we won- lose at west ham be very poor against brighton draw the game
0: we, beat some, a, we, beat, we one. also won 4 1 in the same period. Against
1: Fulham. Have against you seen where Fulham are on the team? Yeah, I know, but They I'm let in like four goals a game. All we
0: did was do their part. Not saying it's, I'm not saying it's. I'm saying we've been. All right, we've been bad, slash, inconsistent. But if we come back against Chelsea, if we do well against Chelsea and then Man is in the cup and all of that, then, it will, then I think it'll be forgiven. And I think we'll see. OK, it's not it's that a bad after. It's a massive few weeks. It's a massive few weeks. Lose against Chelsea,
1: is, lose against United, go to City and get smashed. And
0: well, we'll see. Yeah, mm. of course, that's right. But what I'm saying is, it is fascinating. I think, it, and, and, and as to your point, Charlie, you're exactly right. This is what I was going to say: it was that people are saying, you know, we're playing it's boring. I don't, I don't think it is boring. I think the, the the mere way he manages is infinitely more interesting right now than it was under the last regime, because you say everything was so predictable under Wenger. Now, this is what I kept going on about. If you, you can listen back to the podcast from a year ago, this was my constant cry: was it was so predictable, dull, and boring under Wenger. Both the football in the last few couple of seasons. And what he did, his decision making. I don't think that is the case now. I think we were terrible again of the, uh, the weekend, but equally we've been brilliant in a couple. You know, in pre- matches about two months ago. I, and you, you, let's not mom- forget, don't those. forget there
1: were moments even last year. I know we ended up six in a disappointing season, but there were moments last year. We, had, you know, had yeah, good wins. And, we were I th- and big, big wins. But. For me, the, the the key
3: thing that I've sort of enjoyed more with Emery this season than Wenger. And and having covered a few of Arsenal games and gone away with covered away games and you know being amongst Emery and amongst the other reporters, Mm. the thing that stands out is the attention to detail. And so you may not agree with every decision that Emery makes, but you know it comes from a place of working his absolute arse off, you know, in a mould of a Conte or a Guardiola, the way modern managers do. Yeah. So, yes, you might disagree with him and you might think that Monreal is not as good as Kolasinac, whatever it is. But that those decisions will not be made lightly. They'll be made off, right. off the back of a huge amount of work. Now, under Wenger, there was a suspicion, often confirmed, that not a huge amount of work was going on, that it was a kind of, we'll do what yeah, we always do. Absolutely. Opposition, you know, he was asked about opposition clubs. as a story last year at osterson 's Remember that game we went, yeah. I, and we actually won it easy. But before the game, he was asked a pretty standard question by a local reporter, you know, what do you think of ostersons and, and apparently it was like a sort of teenager trying to bluff their way through, <laughs> you know, a GCSE English yeah. oral or something. He just did not have the foggiest. I think with Emery... You're not getting any of that. We may disagree with some of his decisions, but there will be a logic to it. it yeah. It's not going to just be, well, I'll just do what I've always done. And okay. that, to me, is an improvement. Even if sometimes the decisions leave you scratching your head, they won't come from a place of laziness or a lack of work.
0: Absolutely. And I, and I, have one more. The team for me, the team selection on Saturday, it was one player shy of winning that game, and that was Torreira. Now, and as you said, you, you said right at the beginning. No, I, for me, the Lacazette um, or Bami, I won't have. A, I will not have them. Damn, just for that one game in that first twenty minutes when we were playing really well and we could have scored, I could have scored. It was working. There were some lovely little moments between Do you two them. the two. It was a
1: problem that was nothing to come off the bench. that was really going to. Change yeah, of together. course, that's
0: of course that's true. So that, that's but, but then, a problem. But what I'm saying is, is for me, it was it was it was a, such a weird team selection. And again, who knows what's happening in training? Who knows what's happening? But because you had he had all but Lacazette. Right, and Iwobi, and be had some lovely little passes well. There was one he brilliant was our pass. Best attacker. Yeah, he was oh, he big... one of the best. People hate Iwobi skill. so much, they will not acknowledge... You know, and I, I'm, I'm no, a I'm kind more, of doubter, but he had a couple of passes that were great, yeah. absolutely brilliant. He's His trying to be done positive. Them.
1: The thing I'll give him, is tries right. to be positive,
0: goes forward. What was weird was the midfield. So let me just say, the, the whole, the Guendouzi-Jacques did not Hang work. And I'll tell you why it doesn't me, work. For Guendouzi- me, if it had Torreira and Jacque, which has been our best midfield, it, honestly, I guarantee you we would have won that game. And I know we didn't produce anything in the last, like, 20 minutes, half an hour when Torreira was on, but that's for, that for all kinds of reasons. He took Jacque off, in fact. For me, it, and God knows... Some, I don't know if anyone's asked him why he didn't pick Torreira, but that was mystifying. And it
1: Yeah, on. no, I think it is. The thing I noticed on Saturday is, for the real first time, because I think we were very excited about Wendouzi for the first, you know, six ten games of the season. Yeah. And for a kid coming out of you know the second division in France at his age, I think he's been good. Definitely. But in the final third. I mean, he's trying to play these like clever balls, and he thinks he's he thinks he's Ozil. Ironically, at points, none of it was coming off on Saturday, and, no. and that was problem. There was just so little created. It, it was, but he shouldn't afternoon. be. It
3: shouldn't be falling on him no, to be that you not. know. He, but it was left I, to him yeah. and
1: Xhaka and unfortunately, it was a. Well, that's yeah, the it issue. was what it was.
0: Yeah. because
3: well, I think he, he he's gifted. I think he's good. I think he's had a very very he's promising season. Promising, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: but it's weird how he's ended up. You know, yeah. I mean, Being it's just weird to that he's do that been that asked to do that, and it feels like a very kind of. Even though, I mean, God knows what you describe a, 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 a Gwenduzi Jaka midfield as anyway. Though it's you know defensive. I don't know what it is. Mm. I don't know what he's expecting from that, but it clearly didn't work, and they clearly didn't didn't provide the front three with much. Torrell would have done, and that, for me, that, honestly, it's a, literally it's that decision, and and make you know we need to see hopefully against Chelsea. Torreira will play I'll be absolutely astonished and amazed unless he's carrying some kind of injury if he doesn't play and
1: um, um, what do you think the front three will be?
0: well I, I slightly go on I reckon i will do the same again do you? I think it will be I well I slightly it. worry because he seems so reactive sometimes so for me like, I, 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 I was trying to look at the, the teams he's picked it's so hard to look at the to analyse our games this season because he changes so much at half time mm. he makes so many half time changes that yeah. for example we play really well against Spurs but actually the second half is where we play brilliantly with like a and well, and that we was actually where
3: we've looked most attacking, most yeah. when we had Lacquer and Alba yes. basically playing as wide forwards and Ramsey through the middle. Exactly.
0: So, for me, it's like, has he forgotten, you know, that actually the starting team against Spurs was different? And we weren't doing that well in the first half. We were losing in the first half, of course. Came back and won, because we were so brilliant in the second half, as you say, with Ramsey, Lacquer, and Albert all on the pitch. So, I, I, I hope and pray... Because I still think you should be picking Ramsey, absolutely. I hope and pray that Ramsey, those three are picked, but I slightly worry he's going to drop Lacazette again against Chelsea because he does react a lot to the fact that he didn't work. It clearly didn't work after 20 minutes, and we only had two shots on target. There's also a
3: possibility if Kolasinac... If Monreal's fit, he can go Monreal instead of Kolasinac. And Right? Kolasinac basically necessitates three at the back yes. because he can't play as a left-back. It does. And that, incidentally, yeah. is the sort of thing Emery's having to deal with. Like, yes. You know, our squad... Whatever you want to say about it, defensively, God, those players. There are some really weak defenders. When you, when your reserve left back is such a liability defensively, you have to change your whole system.
1: That is a not, that is
0: it's a problem, isn't
1: it? You yeah. know, that's ridiculous. a big issue.
0: And, yeah, and, and also, I also
1: it's a bit of an indictment at the moment on Lischsteiner. You know, I he, mean, here's a 34 year old guy who's won seven titles. You know, who's come from Juventus, one he's winning seven Serie a titles, and you know. Maitland Niles is now being put ahead of him as a as a you know I know I it's mean, a right I wing
3: back and I not a right wing. Yeah, I would, though, I Jenkinson was better, wasn't he, he in he that he, yeah. can, he can at least move. I mean Lick is one of those signings you make and you're like, what is what's the point? as you say, if when your right back's out, he's not getting games yeah. and you're putting a defensive midfielder in there, then it just begs the question, what's the point? And there's incredible. an issue as well, and you look at a team like Spurs. And they have four fullbacks, wingbacks, whatever yeah. you want to call them, they can play both, who are, who are fairly similar in style. You know, they're all pretty yeah. rapid, can get up and down. Whereas we have such
0: kind of different alternatives, which means you then have to change the whole way you play. Yeah, and I, look, I was going to say that, actually, I was going to look at Spurs, I know it's, it's terrible, but, you know, the fact, that diamond formation they've got, for me, that, that, we should be trying that. that. That manages to incorporate Son and um, Harry Kane up front, kind of, up front together, almost, or so certainly like, mm-hmm. you know, alternating, Kane drops deep a lot, but se- we could do that, with, you know, all. Dro- Al- should drop deep, half the time anyway, because he's not getting any fucking, um, any, you know, passing from out the terrible midfield, that we had on Saturday, so, those kind of things, you should try, but I do agree with you, I also think with the, with with the, back f- five or back three whatever it's almost like we have in, in another in another situation think yeah with our terrible defenders having more of them on the pitch might work but actually it's the opposite I think <laughs> having more of those pretentious defenders none of whom all of whom are capable it's of like making three a mistake yeah you've each got other three up. clowns uh, you're more likely to get a mistake in the penalty area because one of them is going to do every single game throw jacket in and he's giving the ball away as well at least once or twice every single game you've got like five players I who mean, are all going to fu- liable to fuck up any given time and that he cannot be blamed on that particular weakness we have.
3: No, I think losing holding as well has been a bigger oh, blow, than, what a blow than maybe we thought. Huge you know, that's blow. been a big turning point. That was the man yeah. new game that we drew. And after absolutely. that, really, we've looked extremely shaky. I mean, yeah. he, he was our best defender. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I wonder if Mavropanos can come in and... Well, they've been I say, mean, talking about clutching against straws, but he was quite oh, like that yeah, he was a quite couple of games with. at the end of last season. Anyway,
0: we'll talk more about all of this uh, malarkey after this break. For ballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes, and we're back from the break. So we should talk about. Do we? So I think he's going to bring Ozil back for the Chelsea game, at least in the squad. Do you, am I mad? I just think I, I don't think he's out. I don't think I don't think in his mind, Emery is like I'm casting him out forever. I'm sure I think he'll be back. What was interesting, I thought, with Emery facing the media after the
1: game Ooh. was, in, of course, he was asked about yeah. Ozil's omission. And he genuinely seemed to answer as if he was surprised yeah, at that's the what, level mm. of interest at this question. That's what I'm as saying. As if you wouldn't
0: ask me about Eddie Nketiah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, my, that's what I was trying to say. Is like, I think he's just like, well, I don't... Yeah, just, no, I agree I, with you. I, but it's different. So For example, he brings people, are, people are comparing it to the, um, to the Marino situation. With um, Pogba, right? Which is you know, now Pogba's suddenly come mm. good and Marina. You know. But I think I no, don't think it's like that. I don't, I don't think there's been any big falling out. I don't even know. I bet I guarantee you, if you if if you asked Özil, you know, I bet you'd be like, oh, "Well, no, I haven't fallen out with him. Or anything. He just doesn't pick me," and it's you know a bit embarrassing. But I, I think it's just like it's 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 it's, it's like an almost chilled out rejection of <laughs> our biggest, most expensive, uh, most, our most uh, most expensive wage-salaried player ever in the history of Arsenal, and it feels very dramatic to us. But I don't feel it's a big drama in terms only in the club do you know what I'm saying
3: yeah I mean I was very much of the view when Urzel didn't play against Bournemouth and he yeah. was actually on the bench for that I thought great you know that's exactly what yeah, I, I feel should have been the case yes. under Wenger or whatever that if you don't think a player is that suited for a particular game don't play him that's fine the whole not being in the squad thing goes beyond that
0: yeah I, I agree and I think you should bring him back to the
3: squad because also apart from anything else there's no one else who's been just Dropped from the 18 yeah. in the same way. No, that's true. Yeah. And, our,
0: and our bench was weak, wasn't it? Yeah. against I mean, against, it, you know, that when it is Niketu or, or, you know, whoever he brought on, it, it, it was, yeah, I mean. It was only Ramsey that was an attacking. Yeah. Know, so I feel this against Chelsea, if he doesn't, if he's not in the squad, I mean, barring, you know, a mystery new illness or whatever, um, and he's saying, he's assuming that tweet today showing how that he was, you know, fit, fit and training yeah. and everything. If he's not picked in the 18, that will be weird. That will be, I, I feel that. And there have been
3: games like that already, like, you know, the Carabao Cup semi final. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the Spurs in the league. Yeah. There have been games where he's done
0: it. I know, um, but, I, but I think they've been after. But it feels. I think at the least
3: difference... then we we're in half decent form.
0: Yeah, whereas now we're in bad form. Mm. We didn't have anyone creative. Creativity was what we were lacking, wasn't it, surely, against West Ham, particularly in midfield. Mm. I feel like if he's going to. The, the, the only consistency I can find is that he reacts to situations, he should bring him back, shouldn't he? I mean, he really of, should. Of course he has to bring <laughs> right. him back.
1: Okay. I mean, I'd be
0: genuinely
1: worried about the game anyway. And without. I was yeah. in that eighteen. It is particularly the one thing that has been the biggest difference, you could argue, between Emery and Arsenal has been the substitutions and the time substitutions, which, you know, a lot of fans have been calling out for. Yeah. But on Saturday it's like, Well, it can only work if you've got you know the Equipment effectively on the bench to bring on to, to make that well, difference. Brought, it just didn't feel like.
0: Well, he brought Ramsey on, didn't he? After okay, that was, ten minutes, which was right, you on, you Although I thought it was, bad, I did thought it was weird that He took off. He took off a jacket, didn't he? Or, or, yeah. I,
3: thought, I mean, be- Bellerin came on as well. I, I think came, actually Bellerin Miss be, Bellerin. Oh be- my God, Bellerin will be Bellerin. huge coming so much. hopefully. Because <laughs> so I mean, so we just much. don't have any width without him. Yeah. Uh, also, just on that subs point, I think there have also been some that are quite odd, like taking uh, hooking Erzul at halftime against Brighton seemed really strange that because we actually hadn't been bad that no, first yeah, time that you know i mean we should have been about two or three in a lap. yeah i agree
0: and yeah.
3: then it, it just seemed like
0: that wasn't a substitution that needed to be made yeah um, that was odd some of those yeah it's like at that point it felt like he his whole thing was half time yeah he just Whether, had to do it, to do it. <laughs> yeah and i was amazed he didn't do it at half time this this against again, again uh, this yeah. weekend but he, d- he took 10 minutes and then he i did. mean i would have put better
3: in on a half time i think yeah you know, absolutely so i mean he Surely we'll start
0: against Chelsea. He's got to, is not it? Yeah. What do we think about, beyond the game, I mean, we all, you know, what do we think about this whole him coming out and talking about the loan situation in, in the transfer window? Again, I know this is very predictable because we're all, you know, our, our, our pro-anti-Wenger situation, you know, basically is, is the, is the, is establishes what our opinions are going to be on so many issues. But for me, it was, again, refreshing the honesty we, he came out and said it. Fenger would have not never admitted that, would he? He's never admitted. I'm not allowed to. You know, years later he will go on about it. How does it. it help that he's come out and said it? Because it's it's honest. It's open. It's Do there, how it does it help the club? Um, well, I think it helps the club to, to you know the fans aren't being aren't being lied to basically. And I think you know, what well, come the end of this transfer window? And presumably, you know, hopefully, we'll get uh, one player on loan, one or two players on loan. You know, you can still assign good players on loan. Let's not forget, but. What I'm saying, you know, if we don't make any permanent signings, this transfer, we know, particularly in defence, which is clearly, you know, where we need someone, something, sh- someone to show up that defence. Um, and everyone's going to be up in arms. But to actually be told the situation, for good or ill, for me is, is important. I don't, I don't think it harms the, the, the club. Domain. Does it harm
1: the club? I don't think, why does everyone need to know what our financial business is going to be? Surely if you're trying now to prepare for transfers going forward, you just want to keep... All your cards close to your chest in a way that I think, you know, it was clear, you know, in that uh, 06, 07 moving into Emirates, we didn't have a lot of money to spend, but you wouldn't have seen Well, more, We had more money play. to spend than Wenger ever did. You wouldn't have seen that, you it's know, Arsene came on. out and spoke about that. Well, no, he you know didn't. That no. He spoke to the players and he said, listen, this is a situation. We're moving into a new stadium and we're going to, you know, have restraints. But I don't think that's the image you want to portray. It almost felt like a defense mechanism from Emory to sort of bring more support to him to go, well, You know, I'm not going to be able to do a great deal to improve this. I'd be interesting, actually, to know... I mean, I don't know how much he was going off
3: script when he said all of that stuff. I don't know if he would have got a bit of a ticking off. I Uh, agree. I I don't imagine that was uh, sort of on message. To be honest, it it doesn't bother me too much either way. What bothers me more is that we are in a situation where that's the situation. Yeah,
0: that's the second thing. So I I don't... I'd rather he... For me, the importance for, for fans... Being made aware that you're being, he's being told by that. What is it? You know, we're what like the sixth richest club in the world, where you know, our our income is phenomenal. Our, you know, I know. You know, we, we're, we run on our own. We run on our own finan- unique financial basis, aren't we? We don't. You know, we're, in a, we're within a, work within a budget, but still. For our club, for Arsenal to be told, for him to manage to be told at this point in time when we've got a massive injury to our best central defender, as we've already said, just as one example, we clearly need investment in the team that he's only allowed loan signings. It's pretty extraordinary, isn't it? But I think it's better if I'm furious and angry about it, and I'd rather that I knew about that so I can be furious and angry about it, than not know about it. Yeah, the thing is, you know,
3: this is a club where we're competing with clubs bankrolled by Russian oligarchs and nation-states, and we need to be so shrewd with the way we spend our money, and we're just tossing away a £50 million pound asset in Aaron Ramsey. That I just yeah. find yeah. so incredibly frustrating, that level of mismanagement. You know, how that's that... been the case for years, is not it? I know, and it's like, <laughs> the only way we can compete Financially, it is by being more savvy than our rivals. We're yeah. the opposite. Oh, completely. You know, yeah. Chelsea, who have a lot of money, would never, ever well, look
0: at just... Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool aren't uh, run, aren't owned by, um, you know, yeah. massively oligarchs, you know, whatever. They sold Coutinho for, what, 140 million, invested that in two of the best players, you know, that mm. have been signed in recent years. For me, I look at that the way that club is managed and the way the, the owners, and I just think it's like they're American, hugely rich, owned, owned by hugely rich Americans. You know, our huge Jewish American can't even won't even invest the money that we make. And we can't and we can't work out how to keep players long enough to sell them yeah. the actual amount of money and make any kind of profit on them. It is embarrassing. Isn't it's it? so frustrating. frustrating.
1: It's also frustrating. You could argue how we spent some of that money. I I still don't know if you put the money from Socrates and Leno together, maybe on a better goalkeeper or an outstanding centre back is a better use. Like, is it worth having? You know more players that are, you know good footballers, but aren't going to take us to the next level um, at the moment. That seems to be the frustration. But Ben has been the way
0: for years, though, hasn't it? I mean, you know, ah. when's the last time we didn't? We, when, when's the last time we spent proper money on a defender? You know, prop, you know, world class Mustafi.
1: We, I mean, yeah. he came yeah, in yeah, as a thirty million, thirty-five yeah. million. We've done was was one the most in? expensive defenders in the you world. No, we've done something. it. We've we've gone. Okay, there's a there's Sanchez, there's Ozil, there's a you know a huge amount of money for a centre back of Mustafi. I, the one thing that's frustrating, and I, I think I've said this before on the point. All the teams around us in the league are going out and buying, you know... Uh, Except, you know Spurs. Except Spurs. Except United David de Gea, Spain number one, yeah. up against Lloris, not in great form, France number one. Yeah. Uh, Brazilian number one, you know, over at Liverpool. We've got the German number four. And I just think that is a... What's the point? What 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 are we hoping for? It is, is Czech who's on more money? If we believe but, the, but che- Again, the wages
0: came out, you can't blame. But, you can't blame not, but Czech didn't didn't have a very good season last year, did it? He? he didn't he mean how many clean sheets so, did he have?
1: I I just don't know if we've have we really upgraded. I, I'd rather wait another oh, year. It's minimal. And buy I someone... mean, it's
0: minimal. Well,
1: we had... check Czech, Czech had more clean sheets, by the way.
0: Yeah, but yeah, not I, many, I, did he?
1: I, I don't think Leno's one of our big. I think he's been all right,
3: and I think he, he's been all right. He, he yeah. at least plays the way we want to play. I think we've got bigger problems. Yeah, he's right? better. I mean, he's better at, that, at
0: passing the ball out. That defense is just. So, yeah, I don't think Leno is so the big problem. Yeah, I don't think you can get that it's angry. An example, we it's it's an example it's Socrates,
1: money like let's just. But a more, I think
3: you know, you get yourself in a situation like with Alexis Sanchez, where we're scrabbling around desperately trying, you know, doing a Mikatarian deal, where we're then giving oh, yeah. him ridiculous yeah. wages. You know, it's stuff like that. You yeah,
0: know? we've got. Yeah, we now got that. We that, had a big that asset
3: in Sanchez, that we could have sold for not dissimilar money to Coutinho. If yeah. we'd
0: played that right, we could have yeah. got around 100 yeah. million for him. That's he was, thought to, be, he was yeah. thought to be brilliant. Yeah. That was the what like... are we doing?
3: We get Mkhitaryan yeah. on huge wages.
0: I know. Great. turned out to be, you know, exactly the kind of player we were. You know, when I remember Gary Neville, the day we signed yeah. him, saying, you'll get some really good games out of him, but, you know, half the time he's just going to be nothing play I mean, I know he's injured right now, but he has not been... that You're absolutely right. That 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 deal, if you think about it, and it's kind of only, you know, it's absolutely infuriating, isn't it? It's, it's almost like they they dom- they totally did what they wanted to do United. And I know Sanchez has been, a, you know...
3: That's the only saving grace. The only saving there, grace though. hasn't been
0: a huge <laughs> try. But then, you know, nor has nor Popper under that fucking manager. And I'm sure maybe Sanchez yeah. will come good under this one. Who knows? But... We were. They were like, "Oh yeah, you have Mkhitaryan." <laughs> and we were no. like, "Yeah, I'm um, all right then." A player we never, you know,
2: why well, look, we just when, didn't need yeah, that player.
3: But bo- it's just you box yourself into these corners unnecessarily, where you hold no power. Yeah. You know, when you could be commanding north of 100 million for a player, it is infuriating. commanding big amounts, it is infuriating. and in the end, you're just scrabbling around to salvage a situation.
0: Yeah. I've seen. Have you seen there are pl- there are people out there, fans out there, who have been saying we should have um, kept Alexis and got rid of Özil. Have you seen that that that, that? thoughts?
3: and I, I think get rid of them both. In a, only, <laughs> but only with retrospect. I, I just don't think... Uh, I, I can totally see why we did the Ozil thing at the time. The, but, but look, if it's a huge amount of money that has also led to Ramsey leaving indirectly yeah. you know, because we, weren't, we then yeah. needed to shatter the wage structure yeah, to keep him, which yeah. decided it wasn't worth it. But if you if, if you're going to employ Emery, which obviously we didn't know at the time because that would mm. require long-term planning, which doesn't really exist at the <laughs> club, to give this guy a huge... You know, it'd be like saying, you know, before Venn comes in, I mean like, right, Andy Carroll, we want him. We're yeah. going to give him a huge contract and just boot balls up to him. Then you're like, oh, we've got a manager who doesn't really play like that. You know, it's... I think if you were going to bring Emery in, uh, Ozil isn't in his plan sufficiently
1: yeah. to merit that sort of money. Yeah. I don't think this is the end of Ozil. I can't, I can't believe it. I think he is too good a player, not there to are, be back in this team. And, and
0: there, are well. rem- I, I, there are some... There are some rumors that... the, 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 the he might sell him though. You seen some? I think yeah. some. No one's pay him, him. But, mm. I
1: mean,
3: yeah. Josh says I don't know who's going to put up those wages apart from a Chinese club or one in the, in the Middle East.
1: He ain't going to want to go there. He's happy. Happy in London.
0: Yeah.
1: At a good club, and I just I can't believe that as a footballer we're going to allow a player of that caliber on that much money to sit outside of the eighteen um, for much longer.
0: I, I just. I hope. No, I hope so as well. Listen, I, I, I kept, you know going back to my whole. whole Emery theory that he doesn't really care. I, f- I think if he brings back this is all you know, totally, you know this is all living in fantasy world. But I still think this is possible. If he brings back Özil against Chelsea and we have a good game, I'm not you know don't even have to win. If we draw or just play well as a team, can't I, honestly I can can't see just hope
1: that we play well. No,
0: no, <laughs> not, my price. No, no, my point is about Özil. What I'm saying is under this guy, under Emery, I think if he brings Özil into a team in a big game and he does well and we win the game or draw the game or whatever, he'll he'll be back in the fold. Yeah, what, yeah and, all, and then about you know he, he, quite easy in a few months' time, this will all be forgotten, and he'll be back to, hopefully playing well enough regularly. But equally, I'm sure there'll be times when we're incredibly frustrated about it. I mean, be, but what I'm saying is, this what's happening right now could be resolved in a, in a couple of months' time, and it wouldn't surprise me at all. I feel that's how pragmatic, if
3: you yeah, mind, and Emery change, is. I agree. Things change very quickly. You look at Tourette, the sort of flip side of that: Torreira who a month ago was yeah. scoring against Spurs and Huddersfield and was the best player in the world, now can't get a game. Mm. Ahead of Gunduzi, Yeah, which is, that's, you know, game, thing, things change. And again, right it
0: took Guendouzi. him a long time to bring him in, didn't it? Which you can yeah, understand absolutely. From, from having a you busy play the first World five six Cup. Games. But it's all pragmatism seems to be his main. People are saying, this philosophy thing, we I should, I mean, people are saying, you know, I've, I've seen tweets at the weekend, we are going on how boring we are, you know, now there's no style of play. There's no, people's memories are so short, honestly. Yeah. I've no. been, listen back to this podcast, you, I was complaining about how boring we've been in the last few seasons, we have been dull. We've been slow, predictable, played the same way week in, week out. Every team we played could work us out and stop us doing anything creatively and exciting. Apart from, what you know, you can th- remember one or two games isolated each season in recent years where we played played really well. We ha- it's a myth that we, we played that. We had a great creative style under Vangelo in the late period. We just didn't. Of course we did in his heyday. And we're, we're still, he's still now taking those players and trying to find a, a great a, a style of play that fits these players. But it's hard. It's I take don't get time. where have
1: the people gone that three, four months ago in the first couple of months of the season were talking about this incredible new identity we had and, and how brilliant we're going and hence the unbeaten run. It can't be that he was getting it all right. You know, in those first couple but of I don't think months, think we did say he was getting it. But we didn't no, say it's that. Oh, he hasn't had time yet. that's
0: not true. We never said. We didn't say he was getting it all right. We said he was doing a, a really good job. Because being unbeaten, we all we all said within that unbeaten run, we weren't playing brilliantly. Mm. Often, you know, we were, and often we, we were know, lucky. We, We were lucky, but but that's still a long unbeaten run. He still he was doing he was achieving results on a pragmatic basis pretty well. But you can't slag him off now for suddenly not imposing a style on this team that we didn't have a style under Wenger. I think that's a
3: bit of a red hair. I think like really, if you're winning games, who cares about you know? it's It's not like. You know, obviously, if Emery came in and we were playing like Allardyce-style football and winning, yeah, then you might question not. it. But we're not. You know, right. it's kind of a, a much of muchness from from the Wenger yeah. era anyway. Yeah, it's just that we're no longer winning games. And I feel yeah. actually,
0: Hang on. he's gone.
1: I, I think you're right to an extent, Charlie. But if you're winning games, but you're constantly having the opposition, and I hate to do it, but with a better XG. expected goal yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that, and, it, and we talked about it. I remember bringing up during that unbeaten run about 10, 12 games in eventually it catches up with you. It wasn't that we were you know, out, out playing teams, out fighting teams. So eventually it's going to catch up with you. So I think the warning, the warning signs were sort of there. I, I
3: don't disagree with that, but I think that's to do with the quality of the performances rather than the style. I, I, I don't disagree yeah. with the fact that, right. yeah, of course you can't keep winning games where you don't score in the first half and you're constantly chasing <laughs> games. That will catch up with you. But I think that was just more a case of the fact we weren't playing as brilliantly yeah. as the results yeah. Suggested. And, and
0: you can see, you know, in, in their great best performances against like Liverpool and Spurs, you could see what he was trying to do. And those performances were great. And, and the players were p- pulling off what he was trying to get them to do. And it worked. And also, in the end, apart from, you know, after the substitutions, we ended up having... The kind of players, the best players playing on the pitch, which I hope someone is tapping him on the shoulder, reminding him of. But
3: that is as well. Emery's style is pragmatism. He mm. will try and find the best way to win the game. That is how he's managed. You know, we, yeah. we weren't bringing in a, a, pep, a Pep Guardiola or, you know, the reverse of that Emery. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think as well, with, with Guardiola, it is worth remembering, even he in his first season in the Premier League struggled. He made absolutely. a great start, then they absolutely. finished fourth. Totally. We knocked them out of the FA Cup yeah. semi. You know, so yeah. it's not that easy coming in, let alone with a squad like ours, which... You know, it yeah. has been. Doesn't have to be a Venga binary thing, but unquestionably, that squad is. We, there are some weaknesses in there. Oh. there are some imbalances in there, right? Massive. Weakness, you know, yeah. so Pep was dealing
0: with a much stronger squad, of course, and even yeah. he struggled. Absolutely. So, in In the end, the bigger picture surely has to be Josh. For you being really negative, that. We're on a par with where we should be. We're marginally, we've got marginally more points. I know the, the clean sheet thing, fine. But in the bigger picture is, it's not been a disaster, and I keep going back to that. It's been fine, it's absolutely fine. And if it carries on like this, if we carry on bubbling under the top four, you know, not too far, if, you know, if we won that game, I know we didn't, we'd hmm. been four points behind Spurs, supposedly the greatest team in the history of the world. You know, you have to have a perspective on it. It's not a disaster. That's the key thing. And that's what certain I people... I haven't said it's a disaster. I know you I haven't. Have, said what I'm I saying said is... The last
1: month has been really Worrying. Of course, it's
0: been really disappointing, but you know we'll see what happens. But the big picture is, it's not. You know, we have to give him time. We have to. This is in no way course, a horrendous I, I'm not turn of events. For him. I'm still,
1: you know, it's great, it's good, and you know, there's certain things about him that I really like. But do, do I think that there's baffling team decisions being made of late? And do I desperately hope that Mesut Ozil is back in the A team for oh, yeah. for the weekend? Then, yeah, I, we'll, I we'll agree on that. Um, and you're right. We're probably about par. I don't actually know points-wise what we are in the like-for-like games against those teams. It's very similar. Yeah. A point either way. So <laughs> uh, defensively weaker. We've scored a couple more goals. Yeah, but I don't it's even very think like,
3: to me the like the comparison that I see it doesn't even matter that much. I think it's just a whole different thing. What, what's going on now? You know, yeah. like it is oh, absolutely. I, I, I think he should be yeah. allowed to build without it being said to him, like, well, under Wenger last season,
0: we actually had two more of points course, from these Of games. course, am you know, I'm, 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 I'm You're I, absolutely I, right. I
3: know it's a natural comparison to yeah. make.
0: And I'm only even saying that, just because of it, that's my reaction to some of the hysteria. And I, you know, I do consider it to be hysteria from some Arsenal fans after that result, after that support result, yeah. result, and after the last few results, to be fair. Anyway, we'll
3: see. We're also entering, isn't it odd? Because now everything's from a much smaller sample size. So it's odd going back to a period yeah. where you're really up yeah. and then you're really down. Whereas when you, you've had a manager with a 22-year sample size, yeah, each result right makes much less of a difference exactly. in a way. Whereas now yeah. it's like we're seeing him lose for the first time. We're yeah. seeing him win a big game for yeah. the first
0: time. And this is, again, for me, this is exactly what I wanted. This, this What yeah, has happened f- this season, you know, the highs are, have been higher for Well, me. this is it, right? And like, the lows may spur, be lower.
3: Spurs that 4-2 yeah. win. We actually, we've been very bad since then. We haven't kicked on. But at yeah. least we thought we might. Yeah. Whereas we had and that was that one of the greatest, win, We beat yeah. Spurs two 0 last season. I think we all were like, "Well, that's a good win," but we know how yeah, the season. Yeah, ends, that, so. for, that
0: that 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 performance against Spurs was one of the greatest. You know, any Arsenal fan will know performances in the history. Certainly of the Emirates. Certainly would have been in the Emirates. And we can't forget that. We can't forget some of the brilliant goals we've scored. Anyway, we go round and round. We have to address the uh, game coming up against Chelsea. Which I am highly disturbed about. he says The only, well, the only thing.
1: Much that, for this weekend, boys. What you got, It's five thirty. It's five thirty. Yeah, I so think we so might have sort a, of a late lunch.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think we might have a late kind of yeah you know, tea. I don't know a late. You know, I'm making up. I don't know, but there's talk of, of a somewhere pre-game game gathering Green. somewhere in the Sinton Green, Yeah, hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah. The thing about Chelsea, Chelsea have had their moments, haven't they, this season, where he's made, Sarri's made mm. kind of weird decisions. They haven't got a proper decent striker. I want, you know, they have issues, don't they? And there have been times where their defence has been pretty shit sure as well. A lot of their so fans are very frustrated. A lot of their fans are very frustrated. So, so they're in kind a of slightly similar position to us in a way. Yep. You know,
3: There's, it's true. one of those games no result would really surprise me. No. You know, I think exactly. if we came out and played brilliantly, it'd be like, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. If we went out and were terrible and conceded loads yeah. of goals because we have a terrible defence, that also <laughs> yeah. wouldn't surprise it's me. It's the much.
0: hardest game to predict, isn't it? I've been thinking about
1: yeah.
0: it for days. I can right now, like, as I'm thinking can't. about it now, I have no concept of what's going to happen. It
1: Does feel in the in the top four race we're already five to one in mid January it's already getting the top four lose that game and things can go. change so quickly Today, 12 like, how, no, no, how long, saying, a
0: month ago we're United were what eight points behind us by the way Man United Do remember mm. I said they were definitely, we should be worried about Man United I said that about two weeks ago I'm still, I think they'll finish above us I I'll thinking that now well, I, think, the, I think they'll they are, or, I think yeah, they'll,
1: they'll be favourites to finish above us with the, yeah. with the bookmakers I, I think it is a must not lose if, if we have any mm. hopes of the top four yeah. and, well, and
0: also for our own mental health I think it's a must but not lose but we have be been good right. at
1: home that's the one thing to say we been largely good at home the disappointments of last month have been away. Yeah. yeah. One all, one all. Kind of everyone one feels. Yeah. Comfortable we go. No, no shame.
0: Charlie, I'll go you with
1: the win. I'll go with the win.
0: Yeah, I, I like mean,
1: yeah. As I say, any
3: result would not be a huge surprise, but I'll go with a
0: two-one win. I'm gonna go. I, mean, I was gonna say one nil. We'll definitely not gonna keep a clean sheet. I that, that can't happen. I think I'm gonna go two-one as well. Yeah.
1: 2-1 to Arsenal. Yeah. I just hope we've got Bellerin back at a right, but yeah. player back four, which would probably, as Charlie alluded to earlier, mean Monreal has to make a return from fitness. Have Ramsey and Ozil in that team, I think that probably means... By the way, way none of that, has some of those way.
0: things will happen, but I... I was looking at the his team selections. I've, there's not been one. They've barely both started, have they? They've, well, that's the, that's true. They have barely both started. But even in the, it, it, just generally, I, I have not been. No one has predicted any of those team selections. Yeah. No fan. Yeah, we I agree. There's been one. Maybe Listhiner and Jenkinson, Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's really. more likely. Honestly, Lacazette will be dropped. It'll be a woby Yeah. Urzil, um, Nketiah. <laughs> <In Ketia. laughs> Or, but honestly, it'll be weird. There'll be some really weird thing that he yeah, does. There'll be a curve, and it then half time, luck will come on, and you know, and change it, the game. It changes the game. Anything It's exciting, though, isn't it? Gosh.
1: It's different. Yeah, <laughs> it's different. That's what you wanted. You, what you wanted. You basically exactly got the same thing. Yeah, but different.
0: Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you to Charlie. Thank you.
1: Thank Charlie. you very much. Thanks
0: for coming Cheers. on this emotional day, and uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.